Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. I'm Michelle Martin. Good Tuesday morning to you. With COVID-19 spreading beyond Asia and into Europe and the United States, global equity markets are suffering their worst losses in years. Many stocks and some indices are already in bear market territory. A meltdown in oil prices has not helped. Crude dropped more than 30% on Monday. How far are we from the bottom and what should investors do now, given what we know? We put these questions to our very special guest today, investment guru Jim Rogers. This elusive market legend has amassed a 10-year return of more than 4,000%. He's not just a venture capitalist. Jim calls himself an adventure capitalist and is the author of a book by the same name. He's been dubbed the Indiana Jones of finance by Time magazine. It is my pleasure to welcome to the show Jim Rogers. Good morning. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm delighted, Michelle. That was much too much of an introduction. <laughs> It is a joy to have you with us. Jim, three years ago, in 2017, you warned about the coming of the worst crash of our lifetime. And you said this would rival anything that you had seen in your lifetime. So, Jim, are we looking down that cliff that you warned about? Well, what I said then was the next time we have a, a problem, I didn't say when. If you want to know when, you you have to listen to Money FM. <laughs> to find out when, all I said was, it's going to be the worst in my lifetime. And the reason I said that, Michelle, was because, you know, in 2008, we had a big problem because of too much debt. Well, since 2008, the debt everywhere has skyrocketed. So, I mean, it goes without saying, the next time we have a problem, it's gonna be the worst in my lifetime. And I can tell from your voice that I'm older than you. So it's gonna be the worst in your lifetime too. So is this it, Jim? Is this it? The, has the moment arrived? Uh, no, I would suspect not that the moment is getting close, Michelle. Listen to, you know, Money FM. All What's right. going to happen now is going to be a rally because banks, central banks, are going to come racing to the rescue, they think. They're going to cut interest rates. They're going to buy shares. They're going to do everything they can to stop this, and government are going to spend as much money as they can. This is going to give a rally. It's going to prolong things. But in the end, Michelle, it just makes it work. Because instead of cleaning out the system, which is what bear markets are supposed to do, it prolongs the, the artificiality. And so in the end, we're going to have a worse time. Be worried. Be worried. We should be worried then. So up till now, many investors have found comfort in low interest rates. And there's a feeling that the Fed has had their back. And the past week with the Fed announcing that emergency 50 basis point cut and we've seen other central banks come on as you mentioned but Jim you've actually been a critic of easy money for some time so tell us what do you think of the Fed's actions now? Well Michelle I'm impressed you've done your homework. I wow. have yes. Very, very impressive. <laughs> um, well no they're nuts. Uh, cutting interest rates from one percent to a high percent is going to have very little effect on the world except it's going to artificially blow things up a little bit longer and no i'm not at all a fan of what's going on the interest rates are the lowest in recorded history never in recorded history of interest rates been this low in many countries they're negative this is going to end very very badly michelle interest rates are not going to stay here forever and we're going to pay a price 
Jim, how concerned are you by the drop in oil prices? And how does a 35 US dollar or even 25 US dollar barrel of crude uh, affect your investment strategy? Well, not much. Uh, it certainly helps some countries. It helps China, Japan, Singapore. You know, it helps countries that use oil. It doesn't, it hurts countries that produce oil, Saudi Arabia, you know, a few countries like that. Mm -hmm. But for us, it, it actually helps for a while. And so the recovery, it makes it easier for our governments, the governments I mentioned, to bring about a recovery. But in the end, it's going to bankrupt some companies, especially in the U.S. It's going to affect some countries badly, Saudi Arabia, Russia. In the end, it's going to help some, but it's going to overall be a problem for all of us. Investors, I'm talking to Mar investing legend Jim Rogers this morning. Jim, overall, do you have a COVID-19 plan? How are you safeguarding the assets that you own? Well, I live in Singapore, as you know, so that's my first plan uh, <laughs> to protect myself from the virus. Um, Singapore has done a good job so far. You know, as far as I can see, the virus, at least in Asia, is pretty much peaking if it hasn't already peaked the incident of the virus. Of the virus. Because, you know, China took draconian measures. They just closed the place down. Mm -hmm. Couldn't do that in, in many countries. So I suspect it's peaked the virus in Asia. Now the problem is Europe and the U.S., which are totally unprepared. I'm stunned. I'm startled at how unprepared the U.S. is. You know, it is three months later, and the U.S. doesn't even have capacity to test one million people, a country with 325 million people. So I'm afraid we're going to see a lot of numbers coming out of the U.S., which is going to mean world economies are going to continue to slow, uh, even if the virus peaks, because everybody's going to be reading scary headlines and everybody's going to be worried. Jim, speaking of the U.S., for a number of years now, you've been outspoken against U.S. stocks. Is it true that you don't own a single U.S. stock? Uh, for the most part, yes. So I'm happy to say I'm happy to say that today. <laughs> yeah. Well, last night aside, have you felt at all like you missed out on last year's rally in 2019? We saw Dow Jones Industrial Average rising 25 percent. No, no, uh, it's not my first mistake, Michelle. You want to hear about mistakes? <laughs> I spend a whole program talking. You want to hear about my first wife? Oh my God, what a mistake that was! We can do a whole whole week about my mistakes. Uh, no, there are more opportunities in the world. You know, I own Russia. Russia was the best stock market in the world last year. So there's not just one stock market in the world or one investment opportunity in the world. All right. So are you still bullish on Russian agriculture? I am extremely bullish on Russian agriculture. Everyday farmers wake up in Russia and say, thank you, Mr. Trump. Thank you, Mr. Trump. <clears throat> you know, he imposed sanctions on Russia. So Russian agriculture is booming. Sanctions have rarely worked in history, in my experience, except in a few short periods for a few small groups. You know, people always figure out a way to get around them or to benefit, such as Russian agriculture is booming right now. So this show is meant, is all about a tribe of investors trying to learn from each other's mistakes and, and what we're all doing right. Can you tell us what is in your portfolio now and how you've adjusted these allocations since COVID-19 hit headlines or even this weekend when we saw a fallout between Russia and Saudi Arabia over oil? Well, uh, you seem to know I went into this uh, with not many U.S. stocks. I went into it with a lot of U.S. dollars. I don't own many currencies except the dollar because the 
during times of turmoil, people look for a safe haven. Mm-hmm. They think the U.S. dollar is a safe haven. It's not, but they think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, the U.S. is the largest debtor nation in the history of the world, so it's certainly not a great place to be, except psychologically. So that's why I own a lot of U.S. dollars. Uh, I own China, which has been rallying smartly this year. Russia, I told you, was the best stock market in the world last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every once in a while, I get something right. Jim, are you still with us? You Um, fell out a little bit. You said, okay. What I said was, every once in a while, I get something right. (laughs) And then I stopped. (laughs) Do you have any Bitcoin in your portfolio? Any crypto? No, no. uh, They're all going to zero. So I have never, I wish I had, obviously. But no, I do not own any uh, cryptocurrencies. All right. Well, now, speaking if, of... If you want me to expand on that, I will. Or otherwise, we can move on to something else. All right. We'll save that for another day. I think that's a standalone show, that one. Uh, Jim, Goldman Sachs, speaking of safe havens, uh, Goldman Sachs has said that gold has immunity to this crisis. And some investors like Bond King, Jeffrey Gunlach, has said that they see huge upside in precious metals. What is your take? Well, I haven't owned gold and silver. I've been buying gold and silver since last summer. I did not buy gold and silver between 2010 and 2019, but I've started buying it again. So, uh, yes, you know, in the next two or three years, we're going to have a huge turmoil in the world. And throughout history, Michelle, with their problems and people start losing confidence in governments and money, they, they buy gold and silver. Mm-hmm. And many people tell them it's crazy, but who cares? That's what they do. You know, I'm just an old peasant, too. I've been buying gold and silver. I'm going to continue to buy gold and silver. All right. And as you mentioned, you know, China bought the world time because they were able to effect these incredibly um, useful shutdowns. Wuhan, 11 million people locked in since mid-January. We have new indications of how the virus is affecting China's economy. The PRC's exports plummeted by 17% in the first two months of this year. Yet the Shenzhen stock composite is up about 7% year to date. So there seems to be a disconnect. What is your take on the Chinese markets, Jim? Well, as I said, I own Chinese markets, and they're doing nicely this year, at least so far for me. Uh, you know, it, Michelle, I know that your parents taught you to buy low and sell high. Indeed. You know, China got killed, got decimated. So stocks are certainly now rallying. That's going to happen in the U.S. later. We'll have start having rallies. But the Chinese markets, like the Russian market, got killed. And so it's time for a rally, and that's what's going on. Thing, the worst is behind us as far as the virus is concerned, and therefore probably the economy, at least for a while. For China, that is. Yes, yes, for China. All right. You mentioned mistakes that you've made. And, I, you know, people are, are scared right now, Jim. They're panicking. They're wondering what they should do. Should they sell? Should, we, should they wait it out? When is the bottom coming? Um, what is your take on, on when this whole thing is going to bottom out? Michelle, first of all, they should not listen to people on the radio, except you, of course. Of course. And uh, you. Well, I mean, for God's sake. <laughs> no, I have learned... If you want to be a successful investor, you invest only in what you yourself know a lot about. That's the only way you're going to be a successful investor. If I told you you could only have 20 investments in your lifetime, you'd be very careful. You wouldn't be jumping around in and out all the time. You wait until you found something you feel was going to be successful and you would invest. 
then when the things started going wrong or when there were problems, you would know what to do. You know, you would have to listen to some kind of radio or the Internet to tell you what to do. That's the way you're going to be successful. People don't like that. Nobody likes that, Michelle. Everybody wants a hot tip. Absolutely. Yes. Hot tips are going to... I'm just going to make you bankrupt now. Everybody wants to be rich this week, including <laughs> me. That's why we listen to you, Michelle, so we can get rich this week. No, we're listening, but, Jim, because you are rich. That's why we're listening. Yeah. Do you have any hot tips for us that, are, of course, are not tips? But we know that the market is a forward-looking mechanism. And we, I mean, I wish I invested in, in factories that made masks or things that made hand sanitizers or a biotech company on the verge of a vaccine. Uh, where are the opportunities, Jim? Toilet paper. That was a joke, Michelle. Wait, what was that? Uh, I missed that, Jim. You, you've fell out. I said toilet paper. Toilet paper. He, he said, what are the opportunities? I said toilet paper. But that was a joke. No, Michelle, I told you what I'm doing. I'm, things like Russia. I bought some Russian stocks. But recently, transportation has been killed in Asia. There are opportunities there. Uh, some agriculture is it, it, interesting. Sugar's down 80% from its all-time high. There's not much that's down 80%. Mm. But these are things I'm doing. But, but Michelle, if you don't know where to buy sugar or you don't know where to buy transportation stocks in Asia, or, or then please don't do it. For goodness sakes, you'll lose your shirt listening to hot tips. <laughs> Before we let you go, Jim, you are uh, the best-selling author of books like Investment Bikers, Street Smarts, and Adventure Capitalists. I don't have a motorcycle, but tell me, how can I become an adventure capitalist? What do I do? Well, Michelle, I, I never met you, but it certainly sounds like you're adventuresome. So what you do is you pursue your own passions, uh, whether it's a motorcycle or not. Uh, I all my life I wanted to see the world since I was a teenager I looked back on it and I, I didn't know what I was talking about but I now realize I did want to see the world I had these crazy dreams so if you really have those crazy dreams sit down and figure out a way to do it it can be done it doesn't have to cost a lot of money but you know Michelle I was afraid I wasn't afraid but I said well someday I'm going to wake up and uh if I regret that I never tried any of these things, it will be worse than trying them and failing. So if you fail, you at least learn something and you, you, you get something out of it. So my advice to you and to everybody else is pursue your dreams. Dream. The worst that happens is you fail. And most people learn from their failures. Well, thank you so much. Words of wisdom. From Jim Rogers himself, Jim, have a wonderful day. Thanks for taking time out for us. And Michelle, if you do take off around the world, please send me a postcard. I okay. will absolutely, for sure, from every capital nation. Oh, hooray. I didn't mean to expect that many, but hooray, <laughs> hooray, hooray. Oh, uh, my goodness. Let's do, it, let's do it again sometime before you leave. Absolutely. Jim Rogers. Our guest today in Money and Me. What a special edition you've made it, Jim. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.